0: This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, AKA the football history dude. And I'm proud to announce our new partnership with Homefield, a premium collegiate apparel brand out of Indianapolis, providing incredibly comfortable, officially licensed apparel with vintage college designs. They have over 150 colleges and they're always adding more. It's an awesome company with super duper great products. So, you know what I had to do? I sat down in this episode with Connor Hitchcock, co founder of Homefield, to talk about his brand, the origin of the company, and what their mission is. We'll dive right into that interview, but first, a reminder that new customers can get 15% off their first purchase with Homefield with code Sports History at checkout. And of course, that's at homefieldapparel.com. Again, make sure you use that code SPORTSHISTORY at checkout for 15% off your order if you're new customer. And speaking of the Sports History Network, I'm not sure what feeds you're going to hear this on because we play these SHN Showcase episodes of our partners across the network to give you a better chance to learn about the sponsors that we have and their origins. So what I'm trying to say is but I wanted to give you a little bit of a message about whatever podcast you're listening to right now in the sports history network, just head over to the website because there's so many more over there. If you haven't seen them where you can discover a new podcast covering sports history, it's super duper easy. Just go to sportshistorynetworkcom forward slash podcast and find your next favorite sports history podcast. That's it. But for now, Let's get into the interview with Connor Hitchcock. Let's, start, let's first start with, I want to explain to me the elevator pitch of what Home Field Apparel is all about and the products that you offer.
1: Our main ethos, the word that we keep coming back to is thoughtfulness. So we say we create thoughtful collegiate apparel, and that expands in a thousand different directions. But traditionally, you know, collegiate apparel... Is not thoughtful, and that is typically it becomes the shirt that ends up in the bottom of your drawer, and you go work out in. Right? You know, uh, it's at my university, Indiana. There was a deal of two for fifteen bucks at the local store for IU shirts. Uh, when I was a student, I have plenty of them still that I go work out in. They're not comfortable. The ink cracks. The designs are boring. It literally is. It's called insert sport here shirt. You know, it's. Indiana football, Indiana women's basketball, Indiana cross country, right. Um, so it's not thoughtful. And it's normally not comfortable in that way. It's not thoughtful in that designs uh, typically are the same thing. Um, there, are most brands in the space will just take the same design. They actually have a name for it, and then they will have it across two hundred plus schools. You know, they just change the color, change the the name. So what we do is we as The ad says, dig through the archives. We look for mascots and logos and phrases and things that mean something to your school. It doesn't just look cool. It means something. Um, And we print it on those very comfortable garments. And then finally, I think a third differentiator, you know, it's comfortable. um, It is unique design that means something to you. But the third differentiator is that we make it accessible uh, online. Uh, We sell in bookstores, certainly. I was just down at my alma mater, Indiana, yesterday. Uh, checking it out in their bookstore. But we primarily sell through our website, you know, and the way people shop in 2022. So you're able to get it through our website. You know, we print it here in Indianapolis in the warehouse that's literally behind me and and ship it out to you. So, you know, it's uh, (laughs) elevator pitches are typically far shorter than that. Uh, If I were to say anything, it'd be that it's thoughtful collegiate apparel. But it it branches out into – the comfortability into the design and into the way that you can shop it.
0: No, I'll, I'll even just tell it. I mean, here's my, my endorsement that I gave when I was my last episode that I edited and I think it released, no, it releases tomorrow. Yeah. So the episode that releases tomorrow, like here's the endorsement to give you. And this is what the listener of my show has heard or will hear this shirt that I'm wearing. I'm not cutting the sleeves off of this. Like you just said, I'm not turning it into a workout shirt. Like, I'm actually going to wear it. It's comfortable. It's nice. It's cool because I happen to be wearing the Michigan. It's great to be a Wolverine. I didn't even know that they had this sailor hat, like this old logo. So, from a sports history network podcast type of niche that we're in, it's pretty cool to not only see that you – thoughtfulness care and all that but like there's a sports history aspect to it for us in this network as well and then um you know <laughs> just get into the okay here's the here's the packaging right so the shirt comes to me to, to you talk about online i open it up and they have all these different little inserts with the care and you, you thank me but the thing that you took extra care and thoughtfulness it's this paper like an old newspaper i mean what was the thought and idea behind having these old newspapers that were like the wrapping pa- the you know the packaging for it
1: Yeah, you know, with that word thoughtfulness, we're constantly evaluating every step of the process. You know, is it easy for you to shop online? When you reach out to customer service, do you have a wonderful experience? You know, we tell our customer service reps, you know, people will email them all the time, like they'll fix their problem, but then they'll want to be like, oh, I, you know, I love this logo because it's when I was a student. And we tell our customer service reps, like, Talk to them, like have email exchanges. So constantly, yes, we are fixing people's problems, but it's also like, oh, yeah, tell me more about the time you were at Clemson in the 70s. Um, We, you know, we have DM conversations on Twitter with people constantly uh, just about anything and everything because we want it to be a thoughtful experience. And that includes packaging. So packaging, when we launched the brand in 2018, we... Six months prior to launch, wanted the packaging experience to feel like you were opening up some history, and so newspapers. Uh, I love newspapers. They've kind of gone the way of the dodo bird, though. They have, especially student newspapers, such a history to them, and so we wanted there to be, you know, we want to feel like you're opening something special, it's opening some history, opening something tied into college. So our wrapping paper, you know, most companies will just throw a shirt in a um, poly bag and just send it off. But we wanted you to feel that history. And so, I mean, of course, uh, we have all different schools in there. We have a lot of Easter eggs. Um, if you look even on that hang tag, there's a serial number. And the serial number has um, 40, 53, 76, 81, and 87. Not buried in there uh-huh. for the in the five indiana men's basketball championships um which is the school i went to uh and we are shamelessly uh, always caping for indiana among our 150 plus schools the newspaper has an indiana national championship in there uh but there's also you know other schools involved of course we can't just solely promote indiana uh but th- we we want there to be history and that you understand you know we just didn't see this logo on the internet and thought that looked cool, our team really understands where it came from. I mean, they will read yearbooks to understand the context of a logo. We will not only just read them, but look, okay, this logo was used in the seventies. Let's look at a yearbook or, you know, something from that time. How did people wear it? You know, we're always looking for how was it incorporated? So, so not only is like, oh, I know that logo. It's, oh yeah, this feels like when I was, uh, at, Purdue, or Michigan, or Iowa State, or wherever.
0: Yeah, I mean, to take it upon the thoughtfulness there, too, like, each... I mean, every every item that I've seen, at least when I look through all of the different items, there's like a little blurb for like, this was the logo in whatever, 1956, because of, I don't know, the marching band. I don't know what, you know, I'm just making one up. But yeah, like you actually write a little history perspective there, which kind of leads me to something I play on my podcast. Some of the listeners of my show know, but I play a little game. Uh, here's a DeLorean. I know the video is not catching up, but can you see that DeLorean in the <laughs> screen there? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, you get to take, you get to go back in time, eight, eight miles an hour. We're going to go to a moment when you were kind of digging through the archives of a college and maybe because of Indiana. What's a moment in time that you're like, oh, that was really cool? And it like linked to a logo that you happen to, you know, have on a shirt.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm not, uh, I do have actually these ties with Indiana on the design. I do not head up design, I'm mostly marketing, but. I used to do some design. And so if I'm really digging back, when we first started, um, I was doing research on Indiana football, which is my siren song, uh, (laughs) because they are, uh, you know, the program with the most losses in FBS history. But I love them. And in 1958, I saw um, some memorabilia from that year. And I noticed everything was light blue. And I was like, that's not – I mean, Indiana's crimson and cream. Like, what's going on there? So, I did some more digging. When Phil Dickens became the Indiana football coach in 1958, he had them wear baby blue uniforms for a season to, quote, reverse the fortunes of the program in the 50s. That's how bad things were. And uh, so, they went 5-3-1 and one that season, which is great for Indiana football. Uh, above 500 record. And so we put the logo, the IU logo at the time, which there's the, the interlocking IU. They've really settled on one the last 20 years, but there's a thousand different variations where the U is higher than the I, what's overlapping what, all that. Um, and then Illinois would steal a ton of them too, uh, even though we're IU and they're U of I. But we took that IU from the time where the U is a bit higher and we put it on a baby blue shirt and to commemorate the 1958 season. So that was one of my favorites to learn. It's also just very funny because of my personal experience with this uh, unfortunate football program. Um, but it's stuff like that that we get to do. And we were really fortunate. The IU, when we went to the IU licensing department, they said yes, um, that we could put it on there. Because, you know, you have to get everything approved by each licensing department.
0: And again, these are fully licensed. Like you said, this is something approved. Mm-hmm. The listener of the show doesn't have to worry about getting something that, you know, FBI is going to knock down their door. I guess it wouldn't be FBI. It'd be something the most. <laughs>
1: no, <laughs> uh, no
0: FBI here. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, so speaking of that, uh, well, I, first off, I can relate to, uh, I mean, where's my my coaster? Oh, it's holding my Monster High drive right now. So, yeah, Barry Sanders, Detroit Lions, everybody oh, yeah. knows me. So, I, I I would like to say I feel bad for you, but I don't, even though I know I'm wearing a Michigan shirt oh, here. <laughs> but at any rate, uh, so, listener of the show, they're like, hey, I'm sold. Uh, the football history dude told me he's not taking the sleeves off of this thing, so he's going to wear this proud out in public. I mean, where can the listener of the show go to purchase a shirt of their own?
1: Absolutely. Our website is homefieldapparel.com um so you can shop it there um we are slowly actually pretty quickly making our way across bookstores too in the united states so if you if we have your school odds are you can probably find it at your bookstore there's still a few random ones that we haven't gotten to yet but HomeFieldApparel.com, we have 150 plus universities we're licensed for we are adding to that number um seems like weekly now. Uh, for a while, it was absolutely weekly, but ton more schools coming. We understand there are over a thousand four year institutions in the United States. So I'll be honest, we probably won't get all of them <laughs> at some point, but we will try to get as many as we possibly can um, because we love creating this stuff. That's, I think, one of the things that Krista, my co-founder and wife, and I've been really fortunate about um we both love college sports so much. Um I grew up here in Indiana, also in Michigan for a while. Uh so I grew up around it and then Krista grew up her dad was a third string quarterback for the Michigan Wolverines. So yeah. she grew up around Yeah, she Jim Bria. Uh she grew up around Michigan football all the time, uh going to all the games and so it's just both something we grew up loving both the football Side of things, sports, but also, you know, just the aesthetics around it all in the history. So, uh, we love doing this. And it's always fun to roll out something new.
0: Well, again, a listener of the show, head to homefieldapparel.com. And apparently, coming to your uh, bookstore near you here in the near future if it's not already. So, Connor, one last uh, thing I have before we cut out last words of wisdom for the listener of the Sports History Network through the lens of homefield av- uh, home advantage. <laughs> you get. Guys- <laughs> Through home field apparel, sorry,
1: it's all good. Last words of wisdom. Wow is is this just really open ended? I mean, yeah, it's up to you. Uh, I mean, what through angle the, do you think through the at?
0: lens of what's your mission and your you know your statement as being thoughtful?
1: Hmm, being thoughtful, man, it's corny, but. It's true, and it's what we try to pro- do every approach with when we think of thoughtfulness is putting yourself in another person's shoes. Uh, when we make decisions with home field, through if we're talking through the lens of home field and thoughtfulness, when we make a collection or when we do a marketing campaign, the first thought is always, if I were a customer, would I like this? Or would this just be a company trying to accomplish their goals? You know, so like we've thought about the packaging takes up a lot of time and is expensive. But at the end of the day, it was putting ourselves in the customer's shoes and we get compliments every single day and people loving so much of what we do with the packaging that we're not going to drop it, even though it's kind of cost prohibitive and takes up a lot of time. Uh, That's one small example, but uh, that's why we chose the word thoughtfulness, because, frankly, Chris and I, as co-founders and the way we approach the world... uh, is that core value of thoughtfulness, right? If putting yourself in someone else's shoes and thinking, how would how would my actions affect them? So again, uh, I think core values are corny, yet we have a ton of them and it's because we mean them. Uh, and, and thoughtfulness being that, that key cornerstone of thinking of how others would be impacted by something. So that is my uh, imparting word of wisdom, um, is putting yourself in someone else's shoes.
0: There you go. One word thoughtful and i'll tell you what i'm not lying to you when i said that i was surprised when this shirt showed up in the mail well my ups box that is but this is how it went down grab that package pop back into the car excited to see what this shirt is all about of course i opened it up very first thing that i noticed this newspaper wrapping we talked about this during the interview but i was like "Whoa, that's pretty cool i mean i thought to myself How neat to be able to do something like that other than just get a regular old t-shirt but have this old school newspaper article that just makes you think right away, sports history. Then, of course, I had the thank you card and some other authentic card stuff, but then I pulled out the shirt. I opened it up. Sure, the logo is cool. You know, the artwork. It's historical. It's what I expected from the website, though, quite frankly, because that's what I saw. What I did not expect, though, is this nice little, I'll call it a reinforced barrier stitching around the neckline, kind of beefing it up which I can only assume will make the shirt last even longer. You know, you won't get that little uh, what, are the wrinkly neck thing kind of going on. But then putting it on. This thing is great. Incredibly soft and comfortable. So again, that's where we're going to leave it with the official endorsement from the football history dude himself. I'm not even going to cut the sleeves off this thing. Now you can take that all the way to the bank. But for now, dude, I'm through if you're through. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com.